Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. Welcome to episode number 45 of With Heart and Wonder. I am really glad to be here with you today. It's been a really interesting January. And of course, this this episode coming out at the beginning of February. And um, I think there's these themes that sometimes are kind of in our lives and there's these different waves of experiencing them and and almost like if we think of facets of a diamond, seeing seeing different facets of those themes start to emerge or, or change a little bit. And I have been thinking, in, in, in all honesty, about mental health um, a lot. And I've been thinking, well, I've been thinking about it for years, but I've been, uh, it's definitely been on my heart as we have been moving through the different stages of life during a pandemic and and everything that goes with that. And I have been, um, especially as we moved into the winter season, mental health was really on my heart in terms of knowing that winter can be hard for a lot of us and winter can be especially hard when we're not able to see those we we care about and 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 have connection um especially physical connection because I do think there is something to being in presence and (laughs) definitely to the physicality and uh, um of being able to to hug and support and and show our affection through our physical presence and then I've also been thinking about mental health a lot in relationship to myself. Um, in the last few weeks, I, I shared a few weeks ago that I'm kind of moving through this um, this new wave in my own life of um, experiencing, uh, in my case, um, non-epileptic seizures, which started... Um, or we're diagnosed at least in in December, and um, this act of figuring, just just figuring out that in in my life and and what that looks like, um, has been inspiring. A lot of kind of thinking about my own resilience and my own strength and how I hold space for also the emotions that feel a little bit more heavy as I navigate this. And I've been thinking about mental health a lot in the last week because last week was here in Canada. Um, We have uh, Bell Let's Talk Day, which is a day to raise awareness on mental health. And I was also presenting a session at a university student leadership conference on a compassionate approach to mental health and well-being. And in this last week, I've been thinking a lot about the 
what a compassionate approach to mental health looks like um, and what it means to be connected with our hearts in all of that. And, and that's definitely, especially if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that that is such a big theme of our explorations together and the conversations that we have here. Um, and if you haven't listened before, it is in the name with heart and wonder that this podcast is really about this heart-centered exploration of of what's possible and a heart-centered exploration of ourselves and what's around us. And um, so I've been thinking about the heart in different ways. And I mean, we could talk for days and days about this and different perspectives on the heart because there, it's there, it's so rich and there's so much that we could explore. But I thought today I would share the passage that I keep coming back to every day. And I'll, I'll, I'll read you this passage in a moment. And if you've ever taken a yoga class with me, whether um, online, a Zoom class, or if you've taken a yoga class with me um, in person, it's quite likely that you've heard... Um, a, a excerpt of this passage before because it is one of my absolute favorites. Um, and I have been thinking though about a very specific portion of it um, every day for the last week or two um, and really holding it close as an anchor for me as I weather through this particular season in life and as this kind of compassionate a reminder and really an, an anchor of hope. So the passage actually comes from one of my favorite books, The Radiant Sutras. Um, the, the subtitle of this book is 112 Gateways to the Yoga of Wonder and Delight, which I think is such a beautiful title in and of itself. Um, it's a work that's translated by Lauren Roche. And this, it's it's always kind of funny to say it's my favorite book because I haven't actually read the whole thing cover to cover, but it's a book that exists in my life that um, I, I kind of flip to different passages and there's some passages that resonate so much that I spend a lot of time with. Uh, and perhaps at some point I'll have made my way through the whole thing, but it it's it's so rich that I I prefer to kind of be with and engage with it, um, really just sitting with some of some of these beautiful invitations to explore the yoga of wonder and delight. And there is um, a part of this book specifically that I I refer to often, and it is um, a description of anahata, which um, you'll learn a little more about this word in the passage that I'm about to read. And uh, I'd, I'm going to read it in full, and then I'll tell you a little bit about how I've been thinking about it lately. So it starts with the definition of anahata, unbeaten, unwounded, produced otherwise than by beating. And then it has a practice. Whenever you can listen to waterfalls, streams, rivers, and oceans, any flowing water, 
listen from different distances so you can appreciate both the steady roar and a distant hum. Sometimes go so far away that you can barely hear it. Meditate in all these places so you will become attuned to both the rushing and to the whisper. The word anahata suggests that you explore and find the sounds that are particularly soothing to your heart. This is a good practice in itself, and it also attunes the body to other types of flowing currents, even internal ones. There are many rivers inside a human body, thousands of miles of blood vessels. This is just the physical level. On the level of the prana body, there is similar intricacy. This yukti invites us to listen to the flow of life within. There is a sound of your own heart center vibrating. You may hear it if you are finely tuned. It is the song of you. The vibration of you having this adventure in existence, it is always there, rushing like a river, a whisper. Once in a while, you may hear it while meditating, especially in the early hours of the morning before dawn. No matter what your technique, sometimes the quiet roar will just be there. There's nothing you did that caused it. When this happens, simply listen and be with it. Hatta is a term in Indian music meaning struck, beaten as a drum. In Sanskrit, when you add a short A to a word, it means the opposite. So anahata is unstruck. The chord that keeps resonating without beginning or end. Anahata is also a term used in the chakra system to refer to the heart center, the wheel of life energy vibrating in the region of the physical heart. So right here we have one of those cheerful little jokes you find everywhere in Sanskrit, hearts beat. That's what they do. And hearts get wounded. But there is a level of your heart that is unbeaten and unwounded anytime you want. Come take refuge here and be healed. In your essential heart that is steadily humming along. I remember the first time that I read this passage and getting to this part at the end, which I share sometimes, but I much more often share the beautiful part at the beginning about listening to flowing water, finding the rushing and the whisper, attuning ourselves to the flowing currents that are within us and to the sound of our heart. But it's this part at the end that I remember really forced me to (laughs) take a deep breath in. This thinking of there being a part of ourselves that is unbeaten, unwounded. That even though we might experience the sensation of heart ache in our lives, that beneath the heart ache, there is a steady humming that continues. And it's such a powerful visual for me. In the last week or two, there have been moments where I've woken up and my heart has ached 
physically, my chest and heart have ached. And there are so many reasons for what can bring this about in our lives. And certainly not just in yoga, but in all sorts of wisdom traditions of the body, there are all of these relationships between this particular area of the body, this heart center, anahata, and with emotions in our body, with processes, grieving, with our sense of self and our ability to love ourselves and others. And despite waking up and experiencing this real visceral sensation of heart ache in my own healing journey, I find refuge in this idea and I keep coming back whenever I tune in and name that sensation within myself, I come back to this idea of unbeaten, unwounded. That on one level we may experience a wounding of the heart, but on the other, that the heart itself cannot be wounded. That there is always a steady humming that we can tune into within ourselves. And and it's that, that reminder in a way, this different way of thinking about what has become really popular over the last years in the scientific and psychological communities, this idea of resilience. This is another way for me to tune into my own resilience. The fact that there is a part of me that carries on. And so I share today this thought that no matter what might be going on in your own life right now, whenever you are listening to this, that there may, despite the intensity or the roar or the loudness or the rushing of the things that feel heavy or sad or angry, the grief, the despair, the loss, the disconnection, the numbing, whatever is there, that there might also underneath that be a level of you that is unbeaten, that is unwounded, that carries on that essential heart inside of you that is able to weather any storm. And of course, it's not necessarily an easy task to connect with this part of our hearts. And sometimes we find ourselves in moments of life where we can really benefit from the support of those we love, of our healthcare providers, of therapists, of medication, community care, cultural, religious, spiritual practices, whatever helps us to reconnect with the part of ourselves that carries on, that resilience that is inside of us. And we might start to pay attention We might practice this art of deep listening and start to notice when we can either hear or imagine that steady hum of our own heart continuing on. 
As always, if this episode sparked any insights, thoughts, ideas, or questions, I would so love to connect with you. Next week, we're actually going to dive a little deeper into this topic of grief with my friend Diane. I'm really excited to share with you this episode next Tuesday about grief and pathways for transformation. Until then, keep living with heart and wonder. Mm -hmm.